Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What do they do? What do they do? What do they actually do? What do they do? What do they do? What do they actually do? You all right? It's me, Cunt here. Sorry the podcast is a bit late this month. Roy's been having a little bit of trouble with his walnut. Before we begin, I'd just like to let you know about our coronation single, Scrap the Monarchy. Scrap the Monarchy, Scrap the Monarchy. They turn a blind eye to their pedos like the BBC. They think that they can pay for it all to go away. And covering up for Nazis is their lasting legacy. So, Scrap the Monarchy. It's out on the 5th of May, and me and the other cunts are doing it under the name The Crown Jewels, with a K and a Z. Realistically, it looks like, as usual, we're not going to get any mainstream coverage or radio play, so every download, stream and share of Scrap the Monarchy that you do makes a difference. So please join us in sticking a sausage finger up at the king no one wants and his fucking coronation that we're all paying for by downloading and streaming Scrap the Monarchy! All the links and details are up at katg.co.uk That's katg.co.uk Thanks very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this month's Acceptable in the 80s. Where we at? April. April 1983. Yeah. It's late this one, isn't it? I said when you turn up, I ain't seen you for ages. No, it's been ages, hasn't it? It's been about six weeks or might have even been longer than that. Might be the longest ever. Yeah. You've been fanning around your new camper van, haven't you? No, I went to Wales for two days. Yeah. That's it. I didn't fanny around. But... That, that held this up. I've been getting a lot of grief off people. Actually, I've had no grief off anyone. It's like... I think we peaked about 1982. I, I, well, I'll, I'll disagree. Like, I think we peaked on, on that. We peaked earlier. But on complaints, I've had quite a few. What, about being late? Yeah, where is it? Oh, because like, yeah, the last couple of times people have complained, I've just said it's been your fault. So they've obviously just, I've directed them over to you, the complaints department. Right, well, look, we've got some big, big, big news. We've only got a bloody sponsor for this one. 
fuck off. <laughs> yes, we have. So yes. what, how long did they sign up for? Like, what, 18 months, a couple of years? Uh, just today's episode. Um, and I'm basing that on the fact that, well, they're, they're, they're a small business. You know, you know they're, 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 they're Wills and Rage. They're a lovely couple. And, uh, and they've got a vlog. And it's called Postcard and a Pint. It's like a travel vlog. Swingers. Where they, where they um, drive about. Car keys in a bowl. Visit the crankies. Before <laughs> <laughs> you know it, we'll spunking on a schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with a new sponsor next month. <laughs> what they call Pine a Pint. <laughs> Oh, postcard and a pint. Pie and a pint, you fucking bloke. <laughs> no, it's a travel vlog. They've, they, I mean, they've done really well. They sort of set it up between them, and they've learned how to do, you know, editing and filming and stuff. And, and yeah, and they basically go to, like, each episode. It's about 15 minutes on. They go to, like, a, a certain place, uh, and they film some stuff. They're quite positive about it. It's a really nice watch. I've, I've, I've been having a little look. And uh, and I'd highly recommend we'll put the show we'll put the link in the show notes to this. So go and go and give it a click and subscribe to them. And, and so show- let's get this straight. They've been our sponsor for one month. Yeah, you've got a camper van now, and you've ripped them off and are doing a podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, we, we was having a little chat about video cameras and stuff like that, and yeah, like apparently, like you know, I, I said to. To, to Will's, like, you know, what, what do I need? I'm looking at GoPros, and he was saying, like, <clears throat> when when him and Rach do pull in lay-bys for some dogging action, the GoPro 11 really does work. It's, yeah. it's quite a, it's got that sort of steady cam feel to it. Yeah. So he can smash her back doors in whilst, like, not having a sort of jolty sort of picture. They so. do a little strap that goes around the base of your stem as well. <laughs> <laughs> Postcard or a pint, uh, proud sponsors of that. There's no discount code. If there was, what would it have been? Felching in a lay-by. <laughs> Postcard and a pint. Go check them out. You can go to their website, www.postcardandapint.co.uk, or head over to YouTube, and it's youtube.com forward slash at postcard and a pint. Thank you very much, Wills and Rach, and I can only apologise on behalf of Cunt. And do they do, t- oh, do, they do TikTok? No, it doesn't say that. Well, they need to get into that, because apparently that's where all the kids are now. Films? Thanks, Will and Rach. That's good, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's well, it was. Oh, good luck to them. Yeah, good luck to them. You ripped them off. <laughs> right, what's... <laughs> we doing going films? Yeah, yeah. There what? were three films on MovieWeb this month. There were shitloads on MoviePhone. I didn't even get over to MoviePhone. I did have a look, and I, was, I started getting all excited that Screwballs was on there, and then I weren't as pissed as usual to remember that we did discuss that Maybe in January. Oh, did we? Yeah. One was Screwballs. Uh, we went through the characters' names, and they're all very oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sexy, weren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but what what have you got? Um, I've got um, Flash Dance. What a feeling! Bam, 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 bam. Fucking brilliant! What the tune or the film? The tune. Yeah, it's a good tune, isn't it? She was tidy as well. Jennifer Beals. Is that her name? Yeah, relation, relation to Ian. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I'll never. I am... Um, <clears throat> I, mean, I wonder if Jennifer Bills has sucked anyone off in a lay-by. That was Kathy Bills. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Rach. I looked up Kathy Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Have they got an OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've lost me fucking train of thought now. I want to see her sucking him off. Oh, who are we talking about now? Will and Rach. Right. Her sucking him off, him eating his pie from pint to pint with yep. his pint on a red. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, where were we with films? Flashdance. I remember really, really wanting to watch that when it come out. Like, I, I, I don't know if I remember it when I came, but I saw it sort of latterly, like mm. about ten years ago. I remember that. Like every time I see the video to Flashdance, what a feeling! Yeah, Irene Cara. Uh, I think oh, that looks really good. Yeah, like, I, I want to do a dance scene like that where you get lots. You know, like where you get lots of body doubles to try, do all the break dancing the complicated bits for you and then it just cuts to you at the end looking like you've done it yeah she didn't do any of it did she you've done all your own dance i was going to ask about dancing you i remember you done some dancing in the um shaven haven video yeah justin done a little windmill didn't he yeah did he can do some dancing just he did someone, did someone buckley bo- done some robotics yeah I'm thinking, did someone body double for me with some dance? Was that Justin body double for yeah. me to do a windmill? Yeah. I've told everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a fucking peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Buckley, had, Buckley had some moves, didn't yeah. he? He could do all the Michael Jackson yeah. dancing, couldn't he? he? He loved a bit of Jackson when he was a kid. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's not a fucking good thing to say, is it? He had a lucky escape, didn't he? If, was it, he wasn't a child star, was he? He Buckley? was. Was he? Lay Miz. He, done, uh, he played the little kid in Lay Miz in the West End. When well, he was a kid. Luckily, Jackson never saw it. Otherwise, it would have been Buckley on the corner of his bed pulling his bum cheeks apart. You found a flash dance? <laughs> He'd have been flashing while Jackson danced. By that, I mean having a wank. Um, yeah, I, I did like flash dance last time I saw it. I think I, I, I like to see films where you know women given equal opportunities in labouring jobs. Um, the song's amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's like it's Maroda, isn't it? It's yeah, Pete, is it Pete Maroda or is it Maroda? Is it, oh, I don't know. I suppose you'd say fucking. Uh, I feel love is Pete Maroda, wouldn't you? Is it not peak? Peak. I thought you said Pete Maroda. Yeah, Pete Maroda, George George's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, big Pete Marauder. <laughs> Jojo's lesson on sibling. <laughs> Pete Marauder. Pete Marauder. I, uh, yeah, he's fucking brilliant. He's all like, well, 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 well. And then fucking when it goes. Yeah, I, I, love, I love all the sinks in it. Yeah. Um, what other films did you want to talk about? Well, I, I, I didn't really have a lot on them, but um, the, the other two on Movie Web, the ones that actually came out this month, were Something Wicked, This Way Comes. Have you seen that? No, what's that? Uh, <clears throat> Jonathan Price right. stars in it. He's this weird circus guy based on a Ray Bradbury novel. Found this out on Wikipedia. Right. Uh, and I watched a little bit of it because it was on YouTube, and it's like a Disney production, so there's no actual jeopardy in it. 
And it's like this weird circus guy comes to town with his weird circus and tells people they can be young again. And like, there's a fellow who's lost his leg and he tells me he can have his leg back and all that. There's nothing sinister. Yeah, I mean, it's sinister, but it's just no proper jeopardy. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one's going to die in it. Like, they might all just get turned into weird circus people and taken out. You know, it's all a bit, it's a bit Papa Lazaro. (laughs) But um, no one's blacked up. What was your third film? Third film was um, third film was losing it. Right, uh, I've got this feature. It was. Oh, I've never seen it. Have you seen it? No. It's got Tom Cruise, and it sounds like Porky's. Oh, is, is it talking about losing his virginity? I believe so. Yeah, I believe that's what's referred to. I, I interpreted it different. I just looked at the cover, and I thought it was just like losing it, like you had the ump. Oh, I lost. Yeah. As in when, so is is this going to neatly segue into times we've lost it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) I didn't think this, but for the purpose of this next segment, I did. Uh, When do you reckon, like, can you remember the first time that you proper lost it? I I don't know. I I would say the, the Snickers incident... I lost it. I properly lost it. Yeah. Like, my moral compass deserted me, yeah. and I was prepared to leave all my friends on, on on a flyover. Yeah. Over a chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, it's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad, yeah. If if you want to know the full story, go go back to the uh, the archives if you haven't heard it already. It's a fucking em- embarrassment. Uh, it's really bad behaviour. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah, you just and it's also in my book. I can't. Yeah, uh, which ain't available at the moment. I need to sort that out, really, don't I? You what? misplaced it and blamed everyone else. That's a long and a short plot spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you have you lost? Can you think of any instances of when I've lost it? I'll tell you two instances. You... When when you threw me out. Um. With the Casio PT one, when I kept playing this tune, you were really angry about that. Like, yeah, I remember you yeah, saying, get out of my ass, and then you did push me out the, out the ass. And shut the door. Yeah. And you posted it back through the letterbox. I did, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, Let me tell you uh, a time when you lost it. When? Uh... This wasn't losing it with anger. Uh, it, it was losing it. You just fucking lost it. We was about 10, and we were around your house, and uh, it was a Saturday, and your mum and dad was out, and we set up a little jump <laughs> with some annuals yeah, and uh, put General Medine in your Action Force Jeep and shot him up a book, <laughs> and he banged into your mum. Your mum had, you know, like everyone had them black... Like, like an antique table, but like all, bl- all really Black done, wood, like, wasn't it, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the the jeep shot up and it hit one of the chairs and it just took a little chip out of the black wood and revealed this kind of like light coloured wood underneath, and you laughed and and then you went I'm going to piss myself and go in the toilet and you we were both laughing so much and you just sat there and then this puddle of piss just just emerged. <laughs> Have you ever pissed yourself laughing? No, I don't think I'll, I'll, I'll piss myself to keep warm on the rugby field at school. 
Yeah, was you there when I slid in the manor and I pissed myself? Oh yeah, but you yeah, but you were in a river at that yeah, point, so you were just having a piss in a no, river I, with I, your I, pants on. But I was laughing yeah. so much that I pissed myself. Uh, uh, I don't think I've like. Is there an age where you? Oh, there, I suppose there is a certain age, and then you get to another age where you just it starts to come out quite easily. Yeah. Like, what was I going to say? I was just sort of losing it. It's weird that you lost it with uh, Antonio Junior. Uh, in the car because the first time I remember like losing my temper was with Antonio at senior like really? um, failed athlete Lee Antonio yeah um, and uh, me and Lee were mucking about over I can't think where we were and I don't know what happened but I think he done something it chipped a little bit off me tooth <laughs> and I remember just getting the proper rage and him laughing and just obviously being a lot quicker than me uh, and just, like, run off laughing, and I was trying to chase him, and I was having a right rage. I don't think he was in the slightest bit fucking phased by it. He was just thought it was really funny that there was this fucking fat kid with a chipped tooth running after him. How did you chip your tooth then? I can't remember. He remember, like, the, 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 the story. I can't remember, but he'd done something, and it definitely, I'm sure he just chipped a little bit off me tooth or something, and I was just, like, got really angry. And, uh, yeah, but then I think, like, me... Uh, my body gave out before my anger subsided, and I just fucking had to sort of take a knee while he just uh, just stood there laughing. And then, yeah, I just went home feeling all sorry for myself, and he probably just went home and fingered someone. Um, <laughs> have, you, have you lost it as an adult? I'll, I'll tell you the time. You, you told me you'd lost it. Didn't the clutch go on your car? Yeah. What was that, on a camping trip? Uh, a mile from a camping trip. I was just a mile from it. And I just got really ang- angry, and I got out. I've done this twice actually. Him, my daughter once had this like, known him like, um, like sort of like a ball, but they're full of like sort of gel, and you can like really stretch them, a bit like a stretch Armstrong type thing. Yeah. And she was just playing with one of them where you sort of squeeze it in your hand, and a big ball of it comes out the other side. Yeah, a little hernia pops out, That's and then it pops back in. Yeah, like that. And uh, so she's mucking about with that in the back of my car. And I had a, like, I had an old jag. Like, and I ain't saying I was, like, fucking Dennis Waterman. It was, like, <laughs> it about cost me about 1,500 quid, but it had, like, beige, like, f- like, um, like velvety seats. Yeah. And I really liked that car. And I kept saying to her, like, stop, like, stretching that because you're going to break yeah. it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I heard, Dad, I just turned around and she was covered in this really weird <laughs> stuff and it was all over the seats. Oh, no. And, like, I remember just going, don't worry about it. And, like, and I just stopped. And, like, I was just not far from the hotel, like, driving up this fucking drive to this hotel. And I just stopped and I got out of the car and it was proper Basil 40. I just got out of the car and I said, right, don't worry about it. And I thought, get some fresh air, get some fresh air. And I thought, I'm calm, I'm calm, I'm calm. And I just punched the bonnet and dented the bonnet. <laughs> And then I just heard the window undone and went, that's clever. <laughs> I think I showed a lot of restraint that day. Yeah. The other time uh, when I broke down, uh, an hour, an hour, that wasn't that long ago. Uh, that was only a couple of years ago. It was just in the break between lockdown. Yeah, my clutch just went about a fucking, about a mile from where I was trying to get to. And I booted the car that time and really hurt my foot as well and dented the car. 
But at that point, I just thought, I'm going to scrap this car now because it's just an old piece of shit. Yeah. Cars stress me out. Yeah, I, I think a lot of stress. with cars. Yeah. That can be really stressful, can't it? Yeah, shit. We ain't into cars, are we? We've never been into cars. Nah. I've, I've never hit my car and dented it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a cunt a few times, but I've never hit it and dented it. I got in my cousin's car once, and he had a really nice BMW. <laughs> and it had a big screen in the middle where all the sat-nav and all the information yeah. would come up. And I just got in his car, and it was all smashed to pieces. I was like, fucking hell. What happened? He went, oh, I was late for a meeting. In, in, I went into London, and the sat-nav lost the signal. So he just fucking <laughs> punched it, smashed it up. I was like... How much is that? Can you say, oh, it's probably worth more than the car. I was like, oh, nice one. Fucking hell. I remember seeing my mum's boyfriend lose it with his car. And uh, we all went on, like, a family holiday. And uh, I, don't know, I, I, don't, I can't remember the series of events that led up to it, but my mum's boyfriend was having a really fucking stressful day. Like, he was, like, a really very straight-laced accountant. And, uh, Hi, he's drunk. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, he was all right all the time. Things were going all right. But he weren't someone that was very good when anything kind of went wrong. Yeah. And uh, I think it might have even been, like, me nan and her mate. He'd give him a lift back from the beach, and there was sand all over the floor of his car. And he just, <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just like, because he had this pristine, pristine fucking jag. And uh, he just lost it. And I saw him, like, trying to just slam the boot down. And he was sort of doing it with his elbows with, like, a face of anger, like, <laughs> like that and uh, I've just looked at my sister and the pair of us are kind of like, like <laughs> and then like he dented all the boot of his jag with his elbows but he had a caravan like a holiday home caravan just on the outskirts of Ipswich where them prostitutes went missing and like we sort of laughed and then looked at each other and was like you don't reckon it's him and for a minute for a minute well, I know the face you would have pulled then as well. Because <laughs> you would have been half like, oh, I hope this is the case. And the second <laughs> half would be like, if I look that fucking intrigued about it, maybe she'll believe it as well. I don't think Lil needed any any no. any coaxing. She she thought he might have been might have been the Ipswich prostitute murderer. Just to clarify, it wasn't, was it? Well, they got someone else for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Frank Gilly. Yeah. Yeah. I've never really had that confirmed, though. Have you seen Jewel? Jewel? Stephen King. Nah. Yeah, that come out. What's Jewel? Ain't it the one with, like, the lorry? How are you spelling Jewel? With a D or a J? D-U-E-L. Jewel. Nah, what's, so what's that then? Just something about cars, but it's a lorry, and I think it's just like... Oh, is it like a bit of Aggie on the road and it goes on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just wanted to talk about lorry drivers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see that, and it just made me think of lorry drivers, and and I remember thinking, when I lived on, on, on the estate, we was next to Asda, weren't we? Yeah. And, like, and so on, like, a, a Saturday night... Because it never used to be open on a Sunday. Yeah. Like all the lorry drivers would stay over there. Yeah. And they'd drive off, like sort of Sunday afternoon once they'd done their deliveries. Oh, and leave all their wank mags in the bushes. Leave all their wank mags in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking brilliant. What do you, do you think lorry drivers just fucking look at their phones now? Or do you think they're the last people to buy wank mags? Because 
you go to the right places that you can still see a vast array of river magazines. Yeah. Who's, oh. who's looking? Who's looking at them? It's got to be. It's got to be the last few lorry drivers that haven't that haven't got smartphones because they would they were wanking with a laptop and a dongle for a few years, and <laughs> and a lot of them just chopped them in for smartphones, didn't they? Sure. You know, or, or, or pads. Yeah. You've got a bigger picture, haven't you? Yeah, of course. If you're yeah, going to yeah. be in that lay-by for a few hours, yeah. yeah. You can zoom in, yeah. But do you think, like, do you think it's going to be a sad day when we say goodbye to Wank Mag? Yeah. It's a great British tradition, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I, I mean, like, compared with nowadays, all the fucking fisting and choking that goes on on internet porn, like... <laughs> It's quite a quite a healthy thing to discover just some fucking big old bird with a big old bush and a legs akimbo in a bush. <laughs> and it? it's just like it's, it's nost- you know, it's a nostalgic like the great British Victoria sponge, isn't it? You know. I think I think people look back on it with the same sort of fondness that we've seen with vinyl. And I'd love to see a resurgence of the wank. Do you think again. the analog analog porn will come back? Well, I just think we live in a time where, like, you you're on the vinegar strokes, right? And you just like, and you've got your porn nub up, and it's like, oh, right, no, no, I want to look at fucking milf does this, or I want to look at fucking amateur fucking this, blah blah blah. And it's like, f- calm down. It's like we live in a very fast paced world now. TikTok, yeah. all of that, it all moves too quickly. Chill out. Chill Razzle. out. Chill out with a wank bag. Why not? Just like sling on your favourite album, yeah. Grab a, like, a little Raz mag. Do you know what? Spend I've, a bit I've, of time. Take I've, a bit of time out of your day. I've got them eight hundred wank mags up my shed, all in boxes. <laughs> Castle bought round in bin bags. <laughs> I love you, frame under the bus. Every time you say that. <laughs> but um, I'm not going to get rid of them now because you know, like with the lockdown, the conspiracies yeah. surrounding the lockdowns. Like, what if they shut us out of pawn up? Can you imagine? Yeah. How much money could you make with them? Yeah, because also, also no one's got any imagination now, have yeah. they? You have to just, like, wank over the most specific, filthy fucking thing that you can find on the internet. Yeah. No one's got any imagination left. These people... I'll be out there, a little fucking lemonade store out the front of my house with wank mags, flogging yeah. them at fucking ten at a time. I'll clean up, mate. Absolutely. Uh, offer that as a, an extra as well. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> like I mean, there's... You know, these, these... I always save the McDonald's. Um, yeah, you know they give you like about eight so serviettes, don't they? Yeah. So I've got a little. They know. Yeah, I've they got know. a little pile of them. Yeah. <laughs> but like, do you not think that like these these modern like wankers with their their you know their porn ups and that like they've never even experienced the fucking the VHS, the DVD, let alone like knowing the joys from like. Opening a little photography magazine and there's a tit. Yeah. It's it there's a journey attached to that. Yeah, no, it wasn't a you wouldn't even have to see a nipple. It could just be like the like the not yep. even the cup, yep. just a bit of salsa around yep. the outside. Yep. And that'd be enough to get yep. you all the way off. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> oh fucking hell. There was also a film called Exposed. I don't know anything about that. No, nah, nor do I. Photography or minges? I'm presuming minges. Huh. Like, <laughs> um, it's a very minge-based episode so far. Can we just 
Well, flashes that exposed himself weren't necessarily exposing minges, were they? I mean, I, you know, back in the day, if I was a young lad wandering about and someone just went, hey, look at that, bosh, and just says, minge? Yeah. Be fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's what I always, I always said. Flashing was a victimless crime because if <laughs> some bird jumped out the bushes strumming her cunt at me, I'd be made up. But yeah. like Wayne Cousins has made me kind of rethink that a lot of ways. Music? Upstairs, downstairs? Yeah. <laughs> right, upstairs, downstairs. It's, uh, how, does, how does this game work? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Um, it's a very, very straightforward game. So we've got upstairs and we've got downstairs. When I say upstairs, I mean the hair on their head. And for the purpose of this game, there isn't any. So downstairs, I'm talking about their pubic region. And I want to know, are they bald downstairs? If not, what's going on down there? Okay, so I'm going to give you four 80s celebrities, cunt. You ready? Yep. Big Ron from EastEnders. Oh, what did I see the other day that Big Ron was in? Big Ron's still alive? No, he did. Right. He's a long time dead, Big Ron. Yeah. Ron, but not forgotten. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Have you got that written down? No. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> he was bold on top. <clears throat> He liked a sheepskin or like a big sort of furry jacket type thing, didn't he? So do you think that was because he didn't have any pubes? I think so. Like, like the furry lining made up for his lack. No, I mean, he had no hair on top, but he had that beard. He had that bit of hair around the sides, didn't he? Which leads me to believe he wasn't he wasn't completely bold on his cock and bollocks. I would imagine um, he was a big man. I don't think he could see his cock without looking in a mirror. It's quite short, circumcised. <laughs> you know, you know the kind. Yes. Like if he got an odd on, he might just see the very tip of it protrude from under his belly with a reasonable smattering of grey pubes all around his cock and down the sides of his bollocks. Fair play. Um, 80s police officer, DC Burnside. Burnside. Angry cock. Yeah, he was. He, he had a bit of an angry appearance about him, didn't he, yeah. Burnside? And I, I, I mean, from his name, you'd think his cock had a burn on the side of it. Mm. But it was red for other reasons. Just, just an a angry fucking cock. He, he had not He had an angry shaft... <laughs> But his bollocks were a lot more placid, hung fairly low. <laughs> placid bollocks. <laughs> the stress was the stress was all in his cock and the tip of his ah, cock. Ah, that yeah. the job took its toll on his cock. Definitely. Wow. Yeah, and not in a Met Police way. Right. Um, yeah, he, he had he had hair hair downstairs. Thank you. Um, Gary Glitter, bald up top. What was going on downstairs? What nowadays or in the seventies? Seventies. I mean, I think out of the respect for his victims, I'm not going to talk about what was going on downstairs because it just someone might be listening and it might bring back horrible memories because I tend to have a knack for getting it exactly right 
So I'm not going to – I'm refusing to answer that question. I think that's quite insensitive if you put that in in a lot of ways. Terry Wogan? Oh, Wogues. It was hard to imagine Wogan bold, wasn't it? Because he appeared to have such a healthy head of hair. Do you think he had, like, hair on the sides, like, under that, that syrup? Or do you think it was just, com- like, completely bald? Nothing. He never had any eyebrows. Is that right? Yeah, and if you think you remember him with eyebrows, you're remembering it wrong. <laughs> And if you look back at a picture and he's got eyebrows, they were drawn on. And if you think they look like hair, it was just a very realistic drawing. And the same with his car. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. His makeup artist would draw hair around his cock, yeah. When he sat in the BBC room, he'd have like a little... Um, uh, a little handkerchief around his neck for his makeup, and uh, and when they did his hair, sure. and he'd have his fly undone uh, with a little handkerchief around his cock and bollocks, uh, like a Hasidic Jew, um, and and, <laughs> and the makeup lady would draw hair on his cock and bollocks, and he didn't find that sexual. It was just part of the process. She'd draw yeah. little curly ones on his bollocks and some straight ones just around the side of his shaft, and a little curly uh, black. Uh, the forest of hair uh, above the base of his shaft. Thank you. We'll be back next uh, month with some more upstairs, downstairs. Music. Yeah. Can I say, uh, what what uh, what chart have you gone for? You've gone for the middle of the month, like, have. like we're always supposed to. What you got for number one? Uh, let's have a look. Um, let's pull it up. Let's Dance by David Bowie. Yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've started to adopt that as my own catchphrase now. Whose was it? That fucking sausage roll cunt. Oh. If you say it enough, it becomes yours. Yes, mate. Right, I'm glad you've let that go. Why are you looking behind you? I'm just thinking, should we have a little top shelf? Why are we going top shelf? I'm just thinking I might have a little top shelf. Just, do you know what? I was just thinking, like, I'm on the beer tonight, and I just, I just had a little... Um, but is there some sausage roll based paraphernalia that you're trying to make me I'm not trying to segue into anything I just thought I might have a little shot well why would I mention 
going on? Nothing's There's something weird going on. There's absolutely nothing weird going on. Was... Is this because it's your birthday episode? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. That's the reason. Yeah. Let's have a this is Roy's birthday episode. We're having a significant birthday this month, aren't you? I am going to be uh, 50 years of age. What an old cunt. What an old cunt. Oh, there we go. Let's have a little uh, one of them. Cheers. What is this? Ching. Cool, that's cheeky, isn't it? Yeah, you're cheeky. Now, do you have to say what it was? Was that on your other podcast? You have to say what it is. No, you ain't got to say that anymore. That was nice, uh, that. Mm, oh, wait. Yeah. Well, they, they ditched you. It's <laughs> nothing to do with this, is it? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Fucking hot, uh, hotel cunts. What um, is, man? Nice, uh, though, that, isn't it? Mm. I'm not going to say what it is, though, if they ditched you. Exactly. Uh, right. Uh, let's dance by Bowie. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I think... Um, ah. It's a cheesy start, that, when you think about it, isn't it? Do do twist and shout start like that? Yeah. No, it don't. No, it's not. What else starts with... I think that has got it in twist and shout, but after after that bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. I fucking love twist and shout. Let's yeah. dance. I fucking love Let's Dance. I've got to say, Let's Dance is probably, but you know, like one of them songs that you just know exactly where you were when you were hearing, not not necessarily hearing it for the first time, but it's just really fucking reminiscent. When I going to Benidorm as a kid, mm. it just playing like as you sort of walk around the streets and it was hot, and you know the shops with the little squeezy oranges where a cock popped out. And and you'd just be walk, walking around there. I remember walking around there in my Puma tracksuit that I'd just fucking nag me mum and dad into getting us and, uh, and uh, hearing Let's Dance playing out the shops. Under the moonlight, the serious, serious moonlight. moonlight. He liked a bit of serious moonlight, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't muck about with moonlight, did he? Nah, he wanted serious moonlight. Mm. Uh, that's a good intro as well, that. Yeah. Yeah, ain't as good. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Footloose. <laughs> no, Footloose is the same as Modern Love, isn't it? Yeah, I fucking love that. Uh, right, number two, I've got Church of the Poison Mind by um, Culture Club. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's all right. It's not great, is it? But it's one of my favourite churches. Is there a better church than that of the Poison Mind? Charlotte Church. <laughs> <laughs> Completely right. Uh, number three. Uh, please, please tell me now. Oh, we've definitely got the wrong chart. What? Oh, I've, I've got the different one. Hang on. I must have gone. I've got the 17th of April. When have you got? Could probably. I, I thought I'd gone for the. I'll I, I put the 15th in. So whether it's sent me to the one before. Let's have a look. I'll go to 15th. Let's have a little look. Uh, oh, no, it's all changed. Twice on the 24th. If you prep for the other one, just do the other one. We'll just... Uh, all right. Okay, let's go back a week. Let's go back a week. 
it's all right. Got this. Got this. Uh, so at number three, I've got. Be there, be there. Oh, have you? Yeah. That's at number five here. So you must have. You must have the week after me. Seventeenth <clears> of April, I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love beat it. Yeah, it's a good beat it. At number four, words don't come easy to me. Do you like that? Well, this, a lot of the songs in this was on like, my first record was now one. Yeah. But then I had chart hits 83 and that was on there. And I remember really liking it. It's a really nice song. It don't. Do you know? I went and watched the video for it, and it just don't. It don't go anywhere. Just a nice song, though. But did you know? As I, I went on a little, uh, little Wikipedia about Fr David. He was French. Do you know that? No. And uh, the Tremolos recorded that as well. It was his song, Fr David, but the Tremolos recorded it as well. But Fr David's one was the one that caught on. Hmm. It's a bit nineteen sixties, isn't it? Tremolos. Who was in the Tremolos? Don't know. Just some, just some old cunts. <laughs> Bunch of old cunts. <laughs> um, what were your uh, what were your favourite rude words in the eighties? Around <laughs> then, like, what oh, you... is this what we're segueing into from words? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think of some things to talk about. Knob, knob was it? Wasn't knob, it? yeah. It was always knob. Like knob is such a fucking versatile word. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think if we were fucking and cunting no. uh, around this time. But no. I have a, I have a distinct fucking memory of when we found Zuckus of going fucking Zuckus. Yeah, so we was effing. But Zuckus was Empire Strikes Back. But I, I don't know if we'd have been. I definitely I, I learnt the, the cunt word at junior school. But I don't know whether I was using. I don't know whether I was using it. I, I can't remember throwing that about. <laughs> I me- I remember like I had that information at my disposal, but I don't know where. I don't know whether I. I don't. I. Don't, I think we we had quite happy little childhoods, didn't we? So I don't know whether I had the context to call anyone. I can't <laughs> <laughs> until I got a senior school. <laughs> I don't think I called anyone a cunt until I got to senior school. I don't think... Made up for it since then, though. Yeah. Yeah. You've called... I reckon you possibly might be the person in the world that's called someone a cunt the most. When you think how many times that's been streamed, you call him Boris Johnson a cunt, a fucking yeah. cunt, still a cunt. Who's called someone a cunt more than you? <laughs> could, could I get a Guinness record for calling be? someone a cunt the most yeah. times? Because who, who do you honestly think has said that word more? It's like 45 times or whatever a record, and that's 7 million streams. Do the math. Well, I'm not expecting you to. That's a lot. But that's a fucking lot of cunts, isn't it? It is. Yeah. If anyone deserved it, it's Boris Johnson. Yeah. And then what an accolade. You're in the Guinness Book of Records for Effin and Jeffin, my bravery award. Mate. Have you, has that come around yet or yeah, not? I didn't go. Oh, you prick. You said we were going to go. Well, you, you were about, and I just thought, oh. I just thought, oh, do you know what? Like, I don't want to go on my own and be all Barlow. I just Did you to... go? No, I didn't. <laughs> he went. I didn't. <laughs> oh. 
But hopefully they'll send it to me and I'll put it up in uh, in in the shed and uh, oh, yeah, I can't have believe a little, fucking have a little look at it. Oh. Please, please tell me now. What number you got that? Uh, let's have a little look. Number eleven. Oh right, oh it's on the way out on your one then. Mine's mine's yeah, down three, down down from number two to number three. Yeah, so I've got the week before you. Do you like is there something I should know? Uh how does the chorus go? That's it, isn't it? Please please tell me now. Is there something I should know? Is there something I should say that'll make you come? But I think the verse bit. Did you feel the same? But you don't let it show. But the verse I think is better than the chorus. It's that, isn't it? Yeah, the verse is better than the chorus. Yeah, I do like that. That was on now one. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's a good intro. Yeah. That's Just shout the chorus. <laughs> shout the chorus. Please, please tell me now. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> it would have been a lot better if all some started like yeah. that, wouldn't it? <laughs> Blue Monday! <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> One step beyond. Uh, they done well, it. They did it. Yeah, they did it. Exactly. True! <laughs> <laughs> Forward, on it. Tweet in your favourite <laughs> songs that you would like a chatting intro to. Oh fucking hell! Uh, please, please tell me now. Yeah. Oh, listen. I'm. I'm gonna. I've, I've sorted out a, a Discord server. Do you know what that is? No. What's that? Don't know. Something the kids have. Right. But it's somewhere you can go and just fucking chat. You know. I suppose it's like an old school chat board. Who are um, you grooming? Kids, just just generally kids. Um, uh, I just thought like we got nowhere for people to congregate. Do you know what I mean? And just fucking chat and uh, well, we ain't got a bespoke social media platform. No, this, have we? So what I was going to do was I've set up a general kind of cunt in the gang Discord because I've, I've got this like the Scrap the Monarchy single, which I'm going to put a little advert for at the start of this episode. Yeah, all right. Um, I ain't cleared it with you yet, but I am. That's all right. But um, thanks, Stu. Uh, permission granted. <laughs> oh, I don't need your permission, but thanks anyway. Permission granted. Yeah, thanks. I don't need it, but... No, that's no, fine. Yeah. Right, so... Uh... <laughs> Just... As... Just to describe what's going on here, I've raised my middle finger. Um, uh, yeah, but I've set up like a Discord server, right. uh, so people can kind of congregate and chat and, uh, and plan. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm good. I'll put a little thread on there for acceptable in the eighties. And so if you want to post anything up about stuff we've got wrong and factual inaccuracies and just generally fucking be a cunt. Or, or, or anything nice, nice comments about the episodes and things you've liked. Yeah. Um, but that bloke who's put a bad review on iTunes about it being too many games nowadays, just fuck off, mate. Like, you know, just, it just is what it is. You know, none of us fucking making any money Which out of this. Just fucking doing it for fun. Like, no. 
I mean, don't go and read it now. No, it spoiled me. No, I'm gonna find that out. About go and that. put a, go and put a nice review on iTunes. Yeah, you counteract that, that one cunt <laughs> who used to like us but don't anymore. We like playing games. <laughs> it's just like, I like. I like to like, like, describing men's cocks. <laughs> and I like describing men's cocks. I like imagining them and then describing them. <laughs> Once a month, we sit and watch and discuss men's cocks. It's the only chance we get to do it these days. <laughs> Since they locked us out of the woods. Uh, speaking of woods, uh, at number six... I've woods. Got... <laughs> <laughs> at number six, I've got Love is a Stranger. How have you? I mean, Love is a Stranger. I mean, that's the last thing you're going to get from a stranger, isn't it? In the 80s? Yeah. Love is a Stranger. Is everyone now with social media all very familiar? So, do strangers exist anymore? Do strangers exist? Don't do me any more vodka before the fucking... We'll have, we'll have a little half of one. Put your glass in there. We'll have a little half of one. Spot my birthday. There we go. Right. Love is a stranger. Do strangers exist anymore? Um, Good day, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I've got some um, uh, Polish toffee. Oh, you know about the Polish toffee vodka, yeah, don't you? Because yeah. ended up with Jim just laying on the floor, unable to know where he lived anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean unable to call a cab because his hands had stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> I was to just give that some uh, a bit of backstory there. We was round cunts and uh, and we caught up with some old friends. Uh, and um, and you pulled out that Polish toffee vodka. Yeah. And I had to get uh, Jim Quim home. Uh, and on the way home, I went, what's your address, Jim? And he went, oh, I don't know. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know? He went, oh, you have to find my wife. And I was like, I'm not phoning your wife to ask where you live. <laughs> but he didn't know anything. But he'd been laying, passed out on the floor. And we'd been playing, like, Paul Darts stepping and, over him, yeah. hadn't we? Like, he was fucking ruined. Yeah, I love a little toffee vodka. Uh, so I've got Love is a Stranger at number six. Uh, you like that? Um, do you know, as as the Eurythmics go, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that and that and Sweet Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I think I've liked the Eurythmics less as the years have gone on because Dave Stewart's a cunt. And... Do you, but do you, I mean, do you remember at the time when the Eurythmics first come out? I mean, I mean it would have been now, wouldn't it? Like yeah. when they were kind of because they had "Love Is a Stranger" and "Sweet Dreams" in the charts at this yeah. at this moment, and um, that was one of them moments when like no one knew what to make of Annie Lennox because she was a woman with short orange hair. Yeah, it, it was, was like it was like the Boy George thing of people just going like, "What have I just seen?" No one yeah knew what it was, did they? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying she's amazing or anything. I'm just saying, you know, that was that was the times. Proper slagging them off last month. You're such a turncoat. So you had a little comment, just saying like, "What's your problem with your rhythmics?" And now all of a sudden you love them. Yeah, Dave Stewart messaged me and said, "I'll produce your next album." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what else you got? No, but they were more innocent times, weren't they? Uh, at number five, I've got Breakaway by Tracy Ullman. Yes, uh, I've got that number four. Love that. 
Yeah. I can break away. I like I like Breakaway, but it's an old it's an old cover, isn't it? Yeah, but I think they don't know. He's just so fucking exemplary, isn't it? Yeah. If, if you compare everything to that, it just seems a bit like second division. Yeah. All right. I proper fancy Tracy Ullman. Yeah, she was nice. Wasn't yeah. She? And and that was a, that was another stiff record. Mm. Has there been a book on stiff records? I just, I've just started reading Nick Lowe's autobiography. He was on stiff, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. Stiff Records was fucking amazing. Oh, do you know what? I've just fucking... Was Costello uh, on Stiff? I, I think he was, and then he jumped ship, didn't he? Right. And like... Yeah. I think a lot of them did. Was Jury on it? Ian Jury? Um, he... Oh, he... He was on Stiff at some point, wasn't he? Yeah. But was... Was he on... Was he on Stiff with sure. Kilburn and the Iros, but not... Injury in the blockage, or was he injury in the blockage? I can't, I, I don't <clears> know, I'm not a massive fucking expert on it. But it's got to be a book on that. It's got to be, isn't there? Yeah. But um, I, I was reading um, uh, Trevor Horn's autobiography uh, last week, and um, see, this was the thing that I never understood was Stiff sold out to Ireland, didn't they? Um, and, and like Ireland Records bought Stiff. And I, I always thought, like, why would you fucking... Stiff Records was such a fucking great independent label. Yeah. Why would you sort of sell it out? But then Trevor Orn was talking about dealing with Dave Robinson when he took over from Chris Blackwell at Ireland. So whether Dave Robinson sold Stiff on the proviso that he would be getting the Ireland yeah. job, I don't know. I've heard very, like... I've heard a fair few people say he's quite a tricky customer, Dave Robinson. Like, but I suppose if you've got to try and fucking run an independent label... I mean, Stiffwood, like they were sort of—I I think they were pretty much unparalleled, like yeah. as as a as an independent label, like yeah, hundred percent. Such a fucking great hit rate, hundred percent. He was doing the door. I, I went to see um, Lee Thompson's Scar Orchestra at the Dublin Castle, like I don't know, like five or six years ago, and Dave Robinson was just doing the door, like taking the tickets for it. Bloody hell! Like, fucking Dave Robinson from Stiff Records. That's fucking mental. Yeah. He says, oh, do you know, I hope he made some money. I hope that he just done that because he's Lee's mate. Yeah. I hate to think that someone had that body of work. Mind you, you saw Lee, fuck, Lee was out fly posting oh, when he won that when you come out to Camden heart, Palace. Man. I broke my heart. So I'll tell you a little bit about that. Uh, it was about 1997, 96, 97. Uh, um, what, like post stock? Yeah. And, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll post Madstock, but pre-wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely post Madstock. And so um, we was recording, like, an album for this, like, we, we, we stumbled into a couple of quid and got to record, like, a little album. And we went up to um, uh, the studio in, uh, in oh, what's the end of the Northern Line? High Barnet. High Barnet, thank you. And when we was in there recording, you could hear in the next room like a saxophone. I was like, fucking hell, that sounds great. And then I looked and I was like, it's fucking Lee from Madness. Uh, I got chatting to him and uh, and it was my birthday. And he was like, oh, what are you up to? I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go into Coco in, um, or Camden Palais at the time, in Camden tonight. And uh, and he was like, oh, like, do you follow football? And I was like, not really so much anymore. He said, oh, Arsenal playing. I'm going to go over to the pub and watch it. Do you fancy it? I was like, yes. Like, so I went and sat over the pub across the road with, with Lee from Madness. And uh, and we was just having a pint, just watching the football. And then we all fucked off to Camden to go out on the piss. And 
And then when we we we, we come out of the, the the club at the end of the night, as we was walking back up to to get the night bus back, I could see Lee like just getting out the back <laughs> of like a little fucking tiny little van, like putting like bill posters up. And I was like, Lee, and he was like, Oh, I had, you had a good night. I was like, Yeah, what were you doing? He went, Oh, just earn a couple of quid. And I was like, I had a little bit of inside dies. I was like, we're madness. He's a proper bloke, though. He just fucking did what had to be done, didn't he? No, fucking credit to him. But, like, knowing you think, fucking hell, like, how can you be in madness and not Yeah, be, be set up for life, yeah. Like, because of the fucking stuff that you've done and the impact that he's had. And hopefully they are all now. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's complete. But I think a lot of the people from the 80s, but, you know, because of the way the fucking music yeah. business was set up and that, and people weren't properly looked after. Definitely. And there weren't that duty of care, was there, to the young artists and stuff. Completely. So I, I think lots of those 80s people had some barren fucking years through the 90s. But Madness definitely, like, been re-evaluated, didn't they, and got a much higher fucking status than, than they ever had in them, them lean years. Yeah, and I hope they're getting, like, not like I give a toss about the fucking Brit Awards, but... Whenever they've given things like Duran Duran a lifetime, I'm mad they should have a fucking like, lifetime award. Give them that. Like just the sheer fucking volume of like yeah. you know, in terms of greatest hits albums, there there ain't a better greatest yeah. hits album than Divine Madness, no. is there? Like none of them have had Botox. <laughs> fucking started Duran Duran. So I had I had one. Um, uh, I, I'm I met Lee in the nineties in. Um, uh, so I've gone up to um, Madness. Madness were just releasing their new album, Wonderful, like yeah. you know, like the reunion album that come like that fucking seven years after Madstock. And it's they love, was that one with Love Struck on it. Yeah, it's good. Love yeah, Struck. it's good. Love Struck. Johnny the Horse as well. Mm, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that, but they was doing they was doing a signing up at the DM store in Covent Garden, and I just went up on me Todd and got me like got me Keep Moving CD signed and that. And then they were doing a gig at the Electric Ballroom that night and uh, went up to Camden and I was just hanging around, like, just going to go and have a beer in the good mixer and stuff and just see, because, like, sometimes madness around having a beer in the good mixer or blur or something, yeah. you know, so you just hang around. And uh, as I was walking up Camden High Street, Lee was walking up there. So I crossed over and, and was just chatting to him, said, what are you up to? And he said, oh, I've got, they've left me to go and get the, the walk-on music for the gig. And... Uh, I said, oh, what, what's it going to be? He said, oh, the theme tune to Steptoe and Son. Uh, so I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, I was just going to go and tower records and try and find a CD. So I said, can I come with you? Yeah, of course you can. So I just wandered around tower records with Lee looking for the theme tune to Steptoe and Son. Eventually he found it. And, but as a madness fan, that meant everything to me. Yeah. Just like, what a fucking great bloke he is. Oh, just fucking brilliant. Like, he, he, he was good as gold. And yeah, just fucking, just a proper fucking band madness. Can't believe you don't like one better day. Um, <laughs> it's just not one of my favourites. That's all. Oh, so good. Grab us a beer, will ya? Yeah. Um. A few fucking. Did you see? Is snot wrapping your charts? What? Have I seen snot. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Right. So it's number number nine. Is snot rap by by Kenny Kenny Everett. And uh, I went and watched it on YouTube. And I think if you didn't know anything about Kenny Everett, you wouldn't have the first fucking clue what is going on in snot rap. Like, musically, it's pretty decent. Really? Yeah. 
No, it's 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 musically pretty decent. Whoever fucking done done the music for it, no, knew what they were doing. But fucking hell, like them them novelty records from the eighties, like. I think if you were an alien and kind of came to Earth and saw that as your first experience of music, you'd just give it a bit of a miss, I think. Yes, at number 13. And in the video, you've got him dressed up as Sid Snot and Cupid Stunt, just trying to tit himself up. He was a bit too sexy, wasn't he, Kenny Everett? Well, I mean, yeah, history tells he was too sexy. He was funny, though, wasn't he, in the 80s. Did you like the Kenny Everett show? Loved it. Yeah, I used to fucking love it. Loved it. We've spoke about this. Yeah, it was like so fucking anarchic and <coughs> like, like like the young ones, wasn't it? Really. Yeah. <clears throat> um, a big a big beard wearer for the eighties as well, Everett. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of one of the early eighties. I, I would say his beard wasn't a hangover from the seventies no, either. It was it, very Peter with esque. Yeah, it was a pioneering. Yeah, pioneering eighties beard. Because by then, most people have got rid of their beards and just gone for an eighties boysy, hadn't they? Yeah, and they like, just yeah shaved the beard and kept the tash. Yeah, no, he, he held on and he, and he wore it well. True love ways. I've got a fourteen. Uh, Who's that? Cliff Richard and the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Philharmonic. You shouldn't have had that. <laughs> shouldn't have had that shot. <laughs> Philharmonic. Feel a minute. I loved the song True Love Ways. Who was that? Bud, Buddy Ollie? Yeah. Sometimes we cry. That was the first yeah, song. sad song. That's yeah. the first song that made me cry when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I remember it might even have been this version because my mum would have bought this because she was a big Cliff fan. Uh, and it, it sort of just talks about mortality a little bit. Yeah. Never really thought about that. <sighs> you and your fiftieth birthday episode talking about death. So, <laughs> so how's your mum feel about all the revelations around the Elm guest house? Well, nothing was, nothing was proven, was it? I know because all the evidence got lost. He's just a, a you know. Yeah. He's a Peter Pan of pop, mate. He is. He's just a morale booster at Wimbledon. Isn't he That just? last fucking sing-song, no one wanted to do it, did they? Like, was he doing another one after congratulations? No, he done one about, like, was it last year and just no one knew who he was and it was just like, shut up, you silly old pedo. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got in the top ten? Well, uh, I, think I'm out, I think I'm out of the top ten now. Uh, number 14, I've got Blue Monday. Number 14 last week, number 14 this week, Blue Monday. Oh, what a dream. What number did, did it just get to number 14 originally, well, where, where Blue Monday? Where have I got it? You, you were, you're the, you, oh, were you the week after me? Oh, it's dropped from 14 to 12. So did it peak a number? It must have. Must have oh, how can it drop from 14 to 12? Oh, sorry, it's, uh, it's up from 14 to 12. Sorry, Still climbing at number 12. We've got... <laughs> Yeah. Still climbing from 14th to 12th. Blue Monday! How <laughs> <laughs> weird though, Blue. They never said the title of the song in the song, did they? No. It's fucking amazing, Blue Monday. It is, isn't it? Like, yeah. I've, I've said this before when we've been just chatting in the, in the car on the way to somewhere and stuff, but is there a song you've heard more than Blue Monday? I think I've heard Blue Monday most out of any song ever because just like 
it, it feels like it's every. It's so fucking crossover, mm. but without being shit. Yeah, that ain't easy to do, is it? No. Fucking just, just like every alternative club we 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 used to go to would still kind of do it. Yeah, it's just fucking great, absolutely great. I still play every week, and whenever I hit through like a big rig, yeah, it just fucking sounds amazing. As does Love Will Tear Us Apart. Yeah, like it's fucking awesome. Just fucking dudes, New Order. They've just announced a tour, haven't they? Well, we see them the other year, didn't we? Yeah. Bloody love New Order. Oh, I, I, I sort of got the impression from reading their books, like, they didn't really know what they were doing. I mean, they've done all right with it. Oh, no, fucking hell, yeah. Stop having a go at New Order. I'm not having a go at I'm just You're saying... Go at New Order. No, I'm just... New Order. <laughs> they've got a singer who can't sing. No one who really does anything apart from the drummer... And the bass player, mm, they got rid of who, him. Who don't, but who, but who don't really play proper bass. It shouldn't work, New Order. It shouldn't, should it? Oh shit! <laughs> True faith. <laughs> <laughs> but what? But why are New Order good? Because they got fucking great songs. Yeah, yeah. But like, is it the producers who made who who made their songs good? Uh, because if I Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think if Blue Monday wasn't produced in the way it was... Who produced Blue Monday? Don't know. Was it Martin Annett? Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was, yeah. Um, and then they moved over to Arthur Baker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you, you know, you can't fucking... You can't polish a turd, can you? No. No. It, it's fucking brilliant. Fucking love them. What else you got in the charts you want to talk about? Uh, I believe it's stacking off New Order. <laughs> If you keep counting off one better day, I'll keep counting off New Order. <laughs> right, put them in order of how much you like them. Depeche Mode, New Order, the Pet Shop Boys. Oh. New Order, Pet Shop Boys, Depeche Mode. Really? Yeah. You do it. Pet Shop Boys, Depeche Mode, New Order. You like New Order the most? No, the other way. Oh, no. That, well, have you put them in reverse order? Well, yeah. At number one, Depeche Mode. 
At number two, Pet I Shop said Boys. put them in order. All oh, right, you well, put them in reverse order. Number, the last one being the best one. Hold on. So what's the best one? Depeche Mode. Yeah. Then the Pet, Pet Shop, Shop Boys. Boys then the order. order. Yeah. I'd go the other way around. Pet Shop Boys, Depeche Mode, and order. But that's not a say the order of shit. No. But I don't think they've got as many cracking singles as the other two bands. No, I, oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right, well, I'm glad that we finished on that now. We can move on now. Yeah. Um, number 17, I've got Don't Talk To Me About Love by Altered Images. I'd love to have it off with her. <laughs> what, still? Yeah. Yeah. When me, when me and Lee went to see OMD, you was doing something, you was at the club. And uh, old images were supporting. Lee would have liked to add it off with her. He probably could. Yeah, that's the thing. He's like, just forget it. If you're thinking that you might still have it off with her because she's in her sixties now, like we'll be at a gig with Lee and Lee will have it off with her. Yeah, I know. You, you can sniff Lee's fingers. That's as good as it's going to get for you. I don't mind. I'll have that on the car on the way home. I, I, I'm still struggling with like seeing the women that I loved in the eighties. Now, when you mentioned that you see. Linda Carlisle with a knee brace. And we're on a knee brace. Like, she weren't in traction. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> just like I, I, I said, then I went to see... <laughs> I went to see Belinda Carlisle a couple of years ago and she was wearing a knee support. All right. But, you know, she was still like... I, I saw her the other week. Would you have still doinked her? Yeah. 100%. All right. I'd have just looked at the other leg. <laughs> But um, I went. I went to see her. Went to see her last month with the Christians in Guildford, and she was very sprightly. All right. Yeah. You heard her new song. Uh, uh, you heard her new single, Belinda Carlisle. Nah. Big love. It's all right. Is it? Yeah. It's all right. All right. Have you got any more songs you want to talk about? Do you want to see my note about altered images? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying what you're thinking. (laughs) You are. Oh, fucking hell. Good game, Danger Game. Go on, then. Conkers with Vince Clark. Oh, he's, a, he's a good bloke, Vince Clark, isn't he? Yeah. It'd be good nature game, yeah. Good game. Musical statues with Wayne Sleep. Oh. If he's got you still so you can't move. You know that thing about like booting a guardsman in the bollocks? No. They're not allowed to move. What would sleep do while you were statuesque? It's a great party game, musical statues. Yeah, but with Wayne Sleep. I know, but imagine the dancing. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, it would be fantastic until you stopped and weren't allowed to move. He's got his hand down the front of your pants, got his hand down the back of your pants. Oh, your pants are off. Oh, Wayne's got a chubby on. (laughs) You're watching with fear as he approaches from behind. Good game. (laughs) <laughs> Run outs for musical youth. Ah, oh, fucking hell. I'd love it. Yeah. Brilliant. Best yeah, best game ever. Good game. <laughs> God, you like that one. 
Water aerobics with weatherman Fred Talbot. Danger game. <laughs> no one knew at the time, did they? When he was jumping from the UK to Ireland, no one knew, did they? Funny, funny jumpers like Giles Brandreth. He's another one. And I. Say that and then double down and go, Amy, like you want me to go, fucking yes. Fucking hell. Do you know what? Like, I don't care what he is, right? Because Brandreth, right? Because he's just an horrible cunt. I hated his clever fucking jumpers in the 80s. He spoiled TVAM for me. You had Anne fucking tidy jumper fucking diamond. Mm. We're going to her later. Nick fucking boring Owen. Wincy fucking Willis. Golden cunt in honeycomb. And like, you had all, who was the other one? Mike Morris. Like, you had, <laughs> you had all of them. He had a good solid tash, didn't he? Mike yeah, Morris. Yeah. Do you reckon he could have it, Mike Morris? He was good in an arm wrestle. You <laughs> 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 said that with such conviction. <laughs> <laughs> Organised sport. <laughs> yeah, he's no good in a pub car park. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I hated Brandreth with his kind of like intelligent fucking wit. Yeah. Fuck Have off. You seen that clip of him and Gary Glitter? No. There's a clip where Glitter's... I think Glitter's on the other sofa on TVAM and they talk about their little times. It's fucking sinister. Little times they've spent together? Yeah. It's just... You know, like, just reading between the lines. Yeah. Brandreth. TV? And he's connected as well, isn't he? He reeks a Tory, doesn't he? Yep. TV? Yeah, yeah, better move on, haven't we? Eurovision was on. Oh, can I just can I just say I've, I've, can. Uh, This ain't gonna be non-spaced, is it? No, no, see, it's not. I've just made I've just made a note because at number forty three, coming into the top forty, and I don't want to do a big thing on it, because obviously we'll do it when he's in the top forties, right. but um Temptation by Heaven Seventeen uh, was was coming into the top forty, and uh, do, do you know what? I really do think that's really fucking good. Yeah, it's amazing. I listened to it today, funnily enough. Oh, did you? Yeah, I've done. Uh, yeah, I, I put together a little playlist, and I was like, I'm sticking that on now because it's fucking great. Yeah, we saw them do that, didn't we? Yeah, it's their best one, and it by a fucking mile. Yeah, nothing they've done gets anywhere near that. I, 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 I read Mark. In the last couple of months, I read Martin Ware's autobiography. How's that? Do you know what? It's it's good, and I enjoyed it. I read his autobiography, and then I read Trevor Owens. And, like, they say it about Martin Ware. He ain't that self a Martin Ware. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, I I don't know, like. It, but but they were another another group that they didn't have the fu- the first fucking clue what they were doing. Right. Like none of them really like were were musicians. They but they carry over in a human league, weren't they? Yeah. 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 
but but I mean the Human League when they started, no one really knew what they yeah. were doing. They were just fucking like they weren't musicians. They were just fucking creating stuff. Yeah, um, bit of synth and a couple of birds. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's he sort of fell foul of that and got um got got booted out when they that, they wanted to kind of try and do something more commercial. Yeah. And they'd like the the record label Virgin and Oki conspired behind his back and booted him out. So has he gone by there? Yeah. Yeah, and then it all just fuck. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It obviously fucking worked out. Yeah, oh, it worked out all right for everyone, really. Like mine, where's fucking done all right, and he? Yeah, I don't really get why people really fucking like that band. What Evan Seventeen? No, I'm not massive Evan Seventeen fan. We see him like yeah, oh, fascist groove thing. Like, I just don't. No, no, I'm, 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 I think Temptation is different fucking level. Yeah. Different level, good. I like a bit of Come Live With Me yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the Trevor Horn autobiography is really fucking good. Have you watched any of the thing when he done, like, his like, anniversary concert? And he, and he he comes out and plays as the Buggles. Oh, right. Like, so it, it sort of starts off in 2004 at that that concert. But that's it. Off, I think after that, didn't, like, he had some, there was some accident and his wife got fucking shot by what? his son or something. Yeah, like, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, his son was... De- you know, like, fucking... You remember when, like... Was it you shot Moon out a tree? Yeah. Like that, dicking around with a pellet gun, shot his wife in the neck and fucking, like, seven an artery. You had a lucky escape there. Uh, Can I say that my... Uh, have you read the Trevor Horn book? No. It's fucking brilliant. Right. I'll, I'll lend you it. It's really good. All right, yeah, I'll have a look at that. My favourite story in it was... He's been bullied at school because he's wearing glasses. Right. Did he have uh, them big, like, Timmy Malick comedy ones on at school? No, nah, they, they were just when the buggles come about. But right. he was, well, you know, like, you know what it was like fucking... I mean, in the 80s, if you had glasses at school, I think you had an old time of it. Four and this, eyes. Yeah, and this would have been, in, like, in the, you know, in the fucking 60s or whenever. And uh, so he's been bullied at school, but he's also a bit of a smart ass. That's a bad combo. <laughs> And uh, there's a big group of kids. Don't be a smart ass if you're wearing glasses. There's a big group of kids all gathered round, and it turns out the kid who's been bullying him is showing everyone a picture of a penis going in a vagina. Seems like a pretty fucking decent geezer. <laughs> there's a big group of kids there, and Trevor pipes up, is that your mum and dad? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor picked his glasses oh, up. Oh shit! <laughs> Should we move on to telly now? Yeah. Um, it was Eurovision. How was it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what? Would, where were the fees? Eighty-one or eighty? Uh, oh, fuck knows. I don't know. Oh, do you know? I ain't actually <clears throat> looked who our uh, entry was in eighty-three. It wouldn't have been Bardo, would it? Have we talked about Bardo? Yeah, I think we done Bardo. Was Bardo last year? Could have taken one step. Was Bardo the UK entry? Yeah. So that would have been that would have been eighty two, wouldn't it? Oh, when was Logan? Hold me now, don't. But he was he was Ireland's, wasn't he? Yeah. But we'll we'll have that. What? We'll have that. You can't just have Ireland. That's what all the problem is. That's the troubles. But you know. You can't have it. No, he, you can support them in the World Cup and that because you can't you know, support them in Eurovision, huh? No, you can you can support them, 
But you just can't have it. Well, that's sort of what I meant. I'm not, I'm not right, Johnny Logan. Stop trying to take over Southern Ireland. Oh, <laughs> me now. That's 1985, Logan, wasn't oh, it? Oh, right, yeah. Jerry had a good beer. Huh? Didn't he? Do? Jerry. Jerry who? Uh, from the, um... The IRA. <laughs> <laughs> That was one redeeming feature of the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry had a good beard. <laughs> well, he did. <laughs> he did. We were talking about the fact that, you know, apart from Everett, most people have given up on the beard in the 80s. Not Jerry Adams. Adams. No. 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 No, he was persevering with it, wasn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. He still has got a beard, hasn't he? Yeah. I can't imagine him without a beard. No, not can I. He's like that bloke from Godly and Cream. You just couldn't imagine him without a beard. No. Did you used to get excited about Eurovision? Uh, 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 Do you know when I talk about people with a beard in the eighties? I've never thought of Jerry Adams. Like Eurovision. I don't know. I, I mean, I feel I feel like I might have, but I don't remember. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> That's what happens if you do shots in the middle of a fucking podcast. <laughs> fucking hell! <clears throat> did, you, did you used to like Eurovision then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, massively. It was like it was an event. Like it was. It, it was like the World Cup. It was like Live Aid, a royal wedding, all of that fucking eighties nonsense. Where like everybody was like a big event, Eurovision. Do you think Bucks Fizz were like Brazil? Yeah. Who was Zico? Baker. <laughs> yeah. So what would Aston been like Socrates? She probably wouldn't have had a Brazilian because back then they didn't, did they? I think if either of them would have had a Brazilian, it would have been Aston. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. It's a little landing strip. <laughs> <laughs> Both the boys had just highlighted pubes, didn't they? Yeah. Not too dissimilar barnets from what you've got. Huh. It was the 80s. Yeah. Uh did your family used to watch Eurovision? I think so. I, uh, I think so. I don't have distinct memories of uh, of sitting down and watching Eurovision. No, I remember like when Fizz won, it being like a massive thing. And I remember proper fancying the birds out of Bucks Fizz, just thinking like... And I remember thinking them little velvet outfits they had looked really fucking cool. Yeah. Like, what, like them little jumpers, stripy jumpers the boys had. And I remember thinking, oh, fucking hell, we want one of them. 
<laughs> really fancying like Cheryl Baker. And then Bardo were just like a proper fucking Butlins fizz, weren't they? Yeah. They were even a happy shopper dollar. Yeah. Yeah. If you got if you ordered dollar off a wish, <laughs> you'd get Bardo in the post, <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh that song's still better than any of dollars, though. Do you know, I was about to say that. That song is better than anything fucking dollar had done. Uh, yeah. All right. Eurovision. Um, anything else you want to add to Who, who represented Eurovision in 83? And that's what you're meant to be looking that's up, you piss cunt. Right. Well, you, 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 uh, you carry on chatting. I'll hold the podcast together while you just do the research. Yeah, you do that. Just doing research, Your Honour. Yep. Uh, right, okay. Uh, Eurovision 1983. Let's have a little look. Uh, the winning song was Luxembourg's. <clears throat> Fucking hell. It's uh, Tory times, isn't it? If who had Neil Point? A nation of 398s won the Eurovision. Uh, was this the point where just no one wanted to host it because it was too expensive? Have you Googled, like, UK Eurovision entries? No, I bet there's some howlers. Oh, uh, we had... um, The artist was called Sweet Dreams, and the song was called I'm Never Giving Up. Oh, right, that was in the top 40, yeah? Yeah, well, because back then, like, if you had a Eurovision hit, you you had a a chart hit, didn't you? Yeah, but if it was any good. Right. Because the fees obviously had... Number the number one with making your mind up. Logan hit number one with Hold Me Now. I don't reckon Bardo hit number one, but I reckon they had a top 20. Has there been any other good Eurovisions? Um, I don't know. So do, do you think that was the peak of it, the Bucks Fizz thing? And then, like, you kind of got the hangover with yeah. Bardo and that, and then just like. Because that UK didn't win it, did they? From from like Bucks Fizz until Katrina and the Waves in the nineties. That is. What was that one? Is that love can build a bridge. Yeah, something like that one. Shit, that isn't it. Fucking awful. I mean, can it build a bridge? Don't think so. It's not even the best song about building a bridge. We all know what that is. Wax. Building a bridge to your heart. Build a bridge, gonna build a bridge. <laughs> we should put that in our eighties medley. Yeah, we've been talking about doing that for three years. Yeah, uh, it will happen. All right. Okay. Right. The theme tune to this will be like the central premise of it, and it will just keep going back to that. Right. Do you remember the songs of the eighties? In the eighties. Do you remember the songs we liked back then? It was acceptable then. Yeah. Yeah. And then, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> loads of them, loads yeah. of them, all the woes. Right, it's a TV show on BBC One called Steel Cowboy. Is this the first? Oh, right, it's the second bit of TV, Steel Cowboy. Yeah. <sighs> What's That's... a Steel Cowboy? That's what. Bon Jovi sings about, isn't it? That's that bone, isn't it? I'm a cowboy. Just some cunt driving around on a motorbike. Horse, all right. what's, a, what's a steel horse? What's a steel cowboy? Motorbike. Oh. 
You think he'd just stolen a horse? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I did. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just nicked someone's motorbike, mate. He's twocked a motorbike, hasn't he? Right. Why are cowboys on motorbikes? Cowboys are on horses. They're modern one. Uh, I don't want any of that. Right, I want, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to role play with you, right? You're a sheriff, right, in a saloon, right? Like, you just kind of wander around. It's right to be a sheriff now, no, it's though. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're just wandering around, right? You, you, you've, you've got a nice, peaceful little town, right? You're yep. in a saloon. You're just having uh, a little lemonade. And, uh, yeah, I'm on duty. I'm fucking drinking on duty. Of course you are, right? You've got your little black light waistcoat on with your badge on it. Yep. And like, you've got your little six-shooter in your in, Yeah, in just your abiding by the rules. Yep. Yep. Seeing what happens with a Met if you kind of go rogue. Law-abiding citizen, yep. right? There's a couple of... Um, Law-enforcing citizen. All right. Yep. There's um, uh, on the stairs, going upstairs to some of the rooms, there's just a couple of like um, women on the on the stairs. Just uh, What age? No. <laughs> How old are the fellas? Uh, I, I imagine that the, the women on the, on, the, on the stairs are probably mid-twenties, like attractive Thanks. ladies. Uh, Got ID of them? But they're probably yeah. I mean they they work for the the bar like, okay. and uh, and they're just they're, they're, they're fellas just, treating them respectfully at the moment. Yes, at the oh, moment. But then oh, all of a sudden shit. the saloon doors burst open. Right. Yep. I come through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't fucking gonna what? call. Th- it's a one horse town. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I come in. Right. You can't even see me face. Right. Me, me Stetson's just dipped. Right. Yeah. Got like fucking brown suede waistcoat on, right? You can hear me spurs, right? Yeah. And you can just like, I've got two ulsters and I've got two six shooters. They're like all fucking ivory handles, and I'm just like, everyone's just turned around and looked at me, right? And I yeah. just think, this guy spells trouble. Right? Yeah. And I just come to the bar. The only thing you're quick on the draw of is the birds upstairs. <laughs> So I walk up to the bar, right? I can already see that your knees are shaking, right? No, you're not. <laughs> and uh, and there's this kind of um, there's a a fella behind the bar, kind of like he's got a tiny little bowler out, right? He's lost lost his hair. He's sort of sitting on the top of his ball patch, right? He's got a little black waistcoat on, yeah. and he's got uh, and he any any shitting himself, and uh, I don't even look at him, right? But all you, you you're, you're just kind of trying to make me out, right? And all you hear from underneath the peak of my my Stetson, whiskey. <laughs> What's funny about that? Uh, you drinking whiskey is funny. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I can see that like, I can hear the, the the glass like shaking on the bar, and he pours me a whiskey. Right? You can't drink neat whiskey. You're like it, you're just, like half a bottle of wine in the car park. And, like, <laughs> and I just smash this whiskey right, and then like. Put the glass back down and go another, right? Uh, you then go. I think you've had enough, sir. You've only had yeah, you've had way. You probably have had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I turn my head and I flick my Stetson, right? So it goes up a little bit, right? Yeah. And I say, make me, make you what? Stop having another one. What are you gonna do? I've got one thumb in my waistcoat pocket at this point. <laughs> you look at it. You can see I'm quick. I look down. 
Yep. It's just a little puddle of piss. <laughs> what, at the bottom of your spurs? Nah, down by your cowboy boot. <laughs> little puddle of piss there. You've got a little figure of General Medine sticking out your waistcoat pocket. You turn around, you walk out. You trip up because you've had one whiskey. I hope you want your horse, you say. Thanks, cunt. And you ride out of town. <laughs> oh, Fall Guy was on. I loved the Fall Guy. Did you? Yeah. I remember thinking I liked the idea of it. No, I loved it. Because it was the Bionic Man, wasn't it? Yeah, he was a stunt man as well. A stunt man? Lee Majors, the Bionic Man, mm. as a stunt man. Yeah. Opening credits, there he is in a big, like, blonde tub. Blonde bird. Yeah. In a bikini top. Yeah. So I remember Lee, who was in Lilo, my singer. Yeah. And he had a brother called Steve. Yeah. His mum, Lee Majors, Steve Austin, was obsessed with him. That's why them boys are called that. Fucking hell. She really? Loved him that much she called the boys after Steve Austin and Lee Majors. Fuck it. That's like Barry George levels of obsession. You, again, managed to kind of just make it a little bit more sinister, didn't you? Yep. There was nothing sinister about Barry George. There was nothing sinister about Lee or Steve. Barry didn't do it. No, he didn't do it. Do you think you could be a stuntman? Did you want to be a stuntman? I told my career officer I wanted to be a stuntman. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have been a stuntman. No, no, I couldn't. But like they told me I should have... I, when I ticked all the boxes, said I should have gone and worked in Fords. And I said that I wanted to be a stuntman. I didn't want to be a stuntman. Were you just saying that to be a cunt? Just, I just wanted to say I didn't want to work at Folds. No, What's the opposite of working at Folds? A stunt man. Go to college for about five years, fuck about. Get to 50 and still fuck about. Not really knowing <laughs> what the fuck you want to do. Dren, you could, you can be, you, you could probably be a stunt man no. now. No. Yeah. You're more of a fella than you used to be. Yeah. you got a van. Yeah. You, your office is in a yard. Yeah. I've got, see, the thing is, I've got pubes now, but I've got them where I don't want them. I've got them on my back, I've got them in my ears, I've got too many of them coming at me nose, I don't want them. you got airy ears. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't very airy though, are you? No, I'm, I'm getting less airy. Really? Have you seen my fucking calves? <laughs> I was going to say, God, <laughs> 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 No, see, I've got airy legs, like... I've got quite airy sort of hands, but not like Scrooby's pit level. Like, I'm not wolf-like. But... Are you still getting airier, or are you just maintained a, a level of airiness? I'm, I'm definitely getting airier ears. Mm. Like... Do you remember that fellow with airy ears who used to work in the 7-Eleven in Grey's? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and the woman who had her eyebrows drawing on. <laughs> I ain't being funny, right? Grace Town Centre, for the first time ever, opens a shop that's open from 7 in the morning to 11 at night. Who's going to want to work now? Bloke with hairy ears and the woman with her eyebrows drawn on. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Fuck that. That was a big fucking thing, wasn't it? 7 11. Yeah. It's open from 7 to 11. 11. That's right, but 11, not the 11 yeah. just after the 7, the no, other one. The other one, late at night. Nothing was open late. Um, have you got any telly you want to talk about? 
Um, yeah. Ooh, or should I say, yeah! First <laughs> <laughs> of April, 1983, Roland Rat makes his first appearance on TVAM. Roland is generally regarded as TVAM's saviour, being described as the only rat to join a sinking ship. See what ah, they did there? Yeah, yeah. Yay, rat fans! <laughs> oh, so we usually like to see his face when he does that. <laughs> uh, 9th of April, uh, US police action series, TG Hook. The US, oh, I think I might be a bit pissed. We've done TJ Hooker. Have we? Yeah. It started a couple of months ago because we was talking about fucking Heather Locklear, how tidy she was, Shatner, and I said, who was the other guy? And you went, <laughs> um, uh, I nearly said Arthur Poncherelli, but it's Arthur Fonzarelli. What was Punchy's name? Arthur Poncherelli. <laughs> What's it? Yeah. John. No, Lee John Anto- and Punch. Lee <laughs> Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we've, we've done them, um, TJ Hooker. Have we? Yeah. Oh, I had a bit about that. Oh, really? What do you want to talk about? I had a fact. Go on. Heather Locklear was in the second series of TJ Hooker. Did you know that? We spoke about her. Being in TJ Hooker. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. She's lovely, wasn't she? Do you know she was uh, married to Motley Crue's Tommy Lee? Famously. Oh, she divorced him? Cock too big? He used to stick drumsticks up her fanny when she was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know she married after that? She married another Another rock star. yeah. Yeah. Who was it? I think she'd have learned a lesson, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Who did she marry? Richie Sambora. That's right. They still together? No, nope, divorced him. No, why? Why? Did shut one ship. <laughs> <laughs> did a shit one morning and a plectrum popped out. <laughs> World events. Got any more TV? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I haven't. No. Want a bleak finish? How long we've been going? Uh, hour and a half. I've got some news and some sport. Got some games. I've got plenty. Have you? Yeah. Go Pons on. Pons on <laughs> You got Pons on Nons? Yeah, it's back. <laughs> Go on then. Phil Oakey. Ooh. Like normally, I wouldn't trust a man with a lopsided hairdo mm. around a play park. Love action. He had a Mac, didn't he, in a couple of them videos. Didn't he? But he was behind some of the 
foremost pop synth hits in the 1980s. True. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's a ponce, isn't he? He's a ponce. Um, poor man Steve Archibald, Dave Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to get that in, didn't you? Yeah. It's true, though. How many, how many goals has he scored for Scotland? Exactly. Yeah. Uh... Time he spent on that beard. Yeah, that's a tidy beard, isn't it? Like a lot of highlights. Like, why does he keep trimming it? What's he had trapped in it that he needs to hide? Good point. Mm. If you had any little kid's DNA, wouldn't you just give it a rub with a flannel rather than keep trimming it? I mm. oh, don't respect him. He's a cunt. But he's not a nonce, he's a ponce. Okay. Thomas Dolby. Oh. He was a strange bloke, wasn't he? Mm. Teacher-like, blinding people with science. Yeah. I mean, if you went to pick your kid up from school and he was the teaching assistant, you'd have a word with the headmaster. <laughs> yeah, that slightly mental look in his eye. Mm. That hairdo. You wouldn't let him take the kids to the toilet on his own. But such is his pedigree with synthesizers, Ponce. Correct. Uh, lastly, before we move on to news, Terry Nutkins. The nuclear protests is uh, uh, topping the news on this month's uh, news that we want to talk about from April 1983. Can you remember like all the protests where everyone was holding hands, like at yeah. Greenham Common? And yeah. That? Why weren't you there? Because I was about eight. Well, well, there was other kids, I'm sure, that we knew whose parents were there. It was my mate Johnny Potts. I remember his mum and dad, like... You weren't there. What? Right. You too busy playing with your Millennium Falcon. No, I weren't. Someone had to run Grey Six, and it was me. I can't be swanning off. You weren't running Grey Six. I was running Grey Six. No, you weren't. I I moved to Blue Six by that point. As a seconder. No. You never made Sixer. You was a Sixer of Red Six, and I become a Sixer of Blue Six. You was never a Sixer. Telling people you're a Sixer. You never had that responsibility. They would never trust you with that responsibility. You were too fucking silly boy lemon. Never made Sixer. I've got a scenario for you. Still not a Sixer. Never right. be a sixer. So it's a nuclear protest, right? You're, you're about... Let, let's to say, be a sixer, you have to turn a blind eye at all the other stuff that goes on at Cubs. <laughs> right, let's picture... I regretted accepting being a sixer. I passed around the poppers. <laughs> right, come on, fuck's sake. Get right. on with this nuclear war stuff. Let's right. get this podcast finished. Right, you're... you're, you're so, let's for argument's sake, right... You're, you're 19, right? You're at Greenham Common, right? You've gone there, right? You're holding hands, right, at this protest with two birds, right? They're wearing tie-dye and... Uh, Woolly at Smelly Fanny. You said it, right? <laughs> I turn up. <laughs> Why do you... Why, are you wearing a cowboy hat? I'm our Bill, right? I'm like Burnside. Like, no-nonsense copper, right? Uh, also, I'm a Catholic, right? 
And like, and, your beard. and as you're standing, no, I'm standing well, you can, there, I'm right? really confused what's going on. And I look on the back of your metal jacket, right? And I see the Christians, and I think, oh, he's a Christian. Like, that's and, not, it's just what the band's called. Well, you know. <clears throat> anyway, I walk over to you, right? You're shitting yourself, right? And you're holding these two girls' hands, and they're going, oh, don't worry, cunt, it's fine. Just, just stay calm. Just I'm having trouble calm. with these scenarios because one right. minute I'm old Bill, next minute you're old right. Bill. Like, it, no, no, you'd be the old Bill. It's because a power shift. Like, just fucking roll with it. You'd right? always be the old Bill. You're like Barlow. You, right. you like to keep the law and order. You like to keep the system as your it knees is. are not. Your knees are shaking, right? Uh, and I'm, I walk I'm over a maverick. to you. My right? knees don't shake. And I'm, and I'm like this fucking renegade cop, right? No nonsense. Well, like, like Wayne Cousins. No, I think like Sweeney, think like Minder, like, yeah. you know, just fucking, I ain't got Burnside. I'm not fucking Burnside, right? And I walk over, right? And I go, wait, Mel, you've got five minutes to fuck off, right? Because I've had enough of fucking, <laughs> <laughs> these fucking loony lefties, right? All holding hands, right? It's just the woke karate, right? isn't it? And these and these two it's not birds, even a word right? yet, these but... two birds, one's wearing a levelers uh, uh, t shirt. Cool, muff stinks. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's got dreads and like and she's got some sort of like like stripy leggings on and like and she's got like a little tie dye bag, right? Over yeah, her shoulder, doing. right? She's yeah. holding your other hand, right? Okay. And they say, Look, look, he said like just you you've got five minutes or he's gonna fuck you up, right? And then they go to you, why don't you just stick about for six minutes and then um, you can have a look at our front bums. What are you going to do? I'm there. I've got my nightstick in my hand. I'm just patting my fucking hand with it, looking at you, right? You're there in your fucking Judas Priest cap, your fucking your denim jacket with the sleeves cut with the Christians on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of fucking... Saxon and wasp fucking badges sewn on it, right? What year is this? And like, this is probably like, let's just say 88, right? But why are they wearing levelers t shirts? And like, well, the... no, no, you just got, you got to suspend your imagination a little bit. Like, this scenario has been, got, right, it's right, been right, set right. up for one purpose to right. make me look silly. <laughs> they've got, they've got some new model army t shirts on, right? And you're there. Well, you, they in the 80s. And like, yeah, but you've got your Judas Priest jacket on. You got your Pierre Cardin shoes on. You got your Faith No More shorts on. I didn't have Faith No More. I didn't have Faith No More shorts, did I? You bought them snide shorts. Can you remember that fella that was selling all them wookie shorts? Oh yeah, I like, did have some Faith No More really shorts. Fucking skin tight. He just came from out of nowhere. <laughs> so I tell you, right? You got five minutes to fuck off. How tight right? them shorts, aren't they? They're much really, tighter than they really than, than an official pair of Faith No More shorts would have fitted. <laughs> Straight off a bat of the market. But if you want to fucking risk it, yeah, in six minutes, you can have a look at their little fucking. So you told me I've got to go in five, You've told me I've got five minutes to, to fuck go off, and they've said don't go anywhere. Six Stick minutes. For six minutes, and we show you our crusty front bums. What are you going to do? But to be honest, like, like their muffs are going to have all like dreadlocks and stuff, and you're probably not going to be able to get a finger up because they'll be all matted and wafty. They're going to whiff, make your fingers whiff. You won't be able to get the smell off them. Now I'll just chip off. <laughs> Fair enough. Was that how you saw it panning out? No, I, I, well, I thought you might want to have a little look. Well, they're front bums. Yeah. 
So what about how would it, but you're there with your big bat on? Yeah, well, it's up to you. If you want to fucking be a fucking hero, have a go. And nah. then fucking... No, nah, I'm, li- nah, I'm all right. Just going to go home? Yep. Oh, fair enough. Stay out of trouble. All right, well, look, let's um, let's start to wind this up now because we've been going for nearly two hours. Um, have we? Yeah. Sport. Uh, well, I, I just wanted to sort of touch quickly uh, on the boat race. Like, I don't even remember getting in a boat for the first time as a kid. Like, let alone, like, the thought of going to, like, school or college and being, like, allowed to go in a boat. I think I went canoeing once, but, like, it wasn't a proper boat. Like, and so, what your knowledge of, like, the boat race, again, it was a bit like Eurovision. It felt like it was a proper big deal, the boat race. And it was like, when you look back, you just think, who gave a shit? Why were working class people giving a fuck about fucking a shitload of posh people Bombing up the fucking Thames in a fucking boat. Nice no, bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Boat race is just like your face. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't even want to talk about it. Fuck it then. You got anything you want to add? I, I did have a little quiz to close, but it is quite bleak. How bleak? Out of ten. Mike Lee. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, he's, he's a... naked or <laughs> is it that bleak? <laughs> Mike Lee had a beard through the eighties, no, didn't not, he? Not in being naked, the film naked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say he had a small cock and fairly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got a small cock, I reckon. Like, with like his I bollocks re- don't hang very low either; they're quite no. tight to his body. But I reckon he's got like a very small circle of very dense ginger pubes. Ginger pubes, yeah. Mike Lee. Like, bl- like strawberry blonde. Yeah. Like, a lot of grey, though. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Back then. Time around sort of secrets and lies and that. Probably a lot darker. He was old before his time, though, Mike Lee. I, pi- I always picture him with grey pubes. Yeah. What's your game? Well, it's called Snooker Loopy. Oh, this sounds fun. Well, because Snooker was a big sport in the yep. 80s, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, and Cracking in- tune, Snooker Loopy. Yeah. Uh, the, the Chaz and Dave song, of course. Yeah. Uh, but in the 1980s, there wasn't the awareness of mental health issues there is today, and many celebrities went through mental health crises without the appropriate support or understanding that today would have helped them on their path to recovery. So in this new quiz, we speculate on who would win in a fight as we pit a 1980s snooker player against a 1980s celebrity who suffered then or later with mental health issues. So, snooker loopy, bout one. Right. Uh, Steve Davis, six-time world snooker champion and one of the game's all-time great players. Legend. Versus Morrissey, former Smith frontman who since his teenage years suffered with depression and who since going a bit racist has been diagnosed by disillusioned fans on the internet message balls for personality disorder. Uh, I read once that Morrissey chinned Henry Rollins backstage at Lollapalooza. Apparently fucking stuck one on him. So uh, Who put that about? Well, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, fix that jaw, Mozza. Yeah, he's got, a good jaw. Shot. yeah he's got a good jaw, hasn't he? Take a shot. Uh, would, Davis, would Davis get one in or not? Davis, he's just got nothing about him. Like, I, I think Morrissey just, like, I reckon Davis had come up, like, suit a cue in his hand. And he he's just translucently got, white as well, where he's just spent his whole time in snooker clubs. You can see his bones. You can yeah. see every single bone in his body. 
and like he's like a fucking he's like a prawn before it's been cooked. <laughs> <laughs> See a little bit of shit in his pipe. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon he just goes up to Morrissey and he's just, oh, fucking hell, Dewey, you fucking miserable songs, you fucking mank, blah, blah, And I think Moz is just like, fucking pipe down, you fucking melt. Bang. Drops him. What, in one punch? Easy. Oh. Uh, about two. Willie Fawn, snooker player, nicknamed Mr. Maximum for his 100 breaks. Unit. Best known for his slaphead. Sadly died of walnut cancer in 2020. <laughs> What is your problem? Versus. You can't say walnut. <laughs> you can't versus, say Versus. Versus. It's a big finish. Come on, stick with it. Versus Tony Slattery, comedian and star of improvisation show, whose line is it anyway, who developed a £4,000 a week cocaine habit, ended up with a nervous breakdown in a six month period as a recluse before being diagnosed as having bipolar disorder. So it's Willie Fawn, Snooker, Tony Slattery, Loopy. Right. Okay. So I'm picturing this, right? The Masters is over, right? Thorn's like, he, he's, he's, he's fell a little bit short. And, uh, yeah, he was always a nearly man, wasn't he? Of course he was. Of course he was. Uh, he's drowning his sorrows, right? He's four points in, right? Slattery's had seven, but he's had fucking 15 lines alive now. Yeah. Right? He's on fire. He's on the nose bag, isn't he? And he, he ain't suffering falls. And, like, Fawn's just like, Slattery, just keep me down over there, mate. I'm just trying to have a fucking couple of pints with the missus. It's emotional, Fawn, at this point. It's Slattery Satter Anderson, who's also a well-known slaphead. Slattery? It's Slattery sat with Anderson, Clive, Clive Oh, Anderson. Clive Anderson, right, right, yeah, yeah. I say, uh, Slattery's just like, he ain't listening, nothing's going in, he's full of himself. Yeah. He's fucking ad-libbing, he's fucking, and, and like... Gives you an increased sense of self, though, doesn't it? I know, I know, but Anderson's like, hey, why did he make, we're not on the telly now, and he's like, no, 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 give me a scenario. <laughs> he's just having a, a quiet drink, isn't he, Anderson? And but like, yeah. Slattery and he, won't leave it alone. And I just think, like, he's just like, Thorn. And he just walks over and he just goes, Snoop, uh, but before he even fucking gets to Loopy, I think Fawn just fucking sticks the fucking every end of a queue over the top of his head. Yeah. Drops him. Yeah. I, I can see that being a, a kind of scenario that would yeah. have happened. Um, <laughs> fucking walnut. <laughs> got lads, check your walnut. I think if anyone... This is the podcast, isn't it? We've got one man who's nearly in his 50s next week and me in my mid-30s. Lads, check your walnut. If any podcast can say, lads, check your walnut, remember Willie. Don't say your walnut. (laughs) Think of Willie, check your walnut. (laughs) You check your dog's walnut lately. Well, he's knocking on a bit. Doesn't he need his What's walnut? next? What's the next bat? <laughs> About three. Right. Right. Uh, snooker, Bill Werbenick, beer swilling, chain smoking, Canadian born, four time world snooker champion, quarter finalist. Mm. Never quite made it to the top. Versus Robin Williams, comedian, actor, and philanthropist who suffered addiction issues, severe anxiety, and depression that led to him to take his own life in 2014. 
I honestly think Werbenick, again, a nearly man, like never mm. quite gets there. Mm. So does that bring with it a certain amount of frustration, do you think? Frustration. He's disappointed in himself. He's disappointed mm. in his performance. His wife's disappointed in him. He's forced uh, himself on Kirk Stevens the night before in their shared <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> it's going through his mind, isn't it? He's <laughs> just trying to check his warner. <laughs> uh, and I think um, Robin comes over and he's like, Nanu, nah, before he's even fucking yeah, and finished he's got that the second sentence, nano. And then all of a sudden, it's just a fucking dirty old fucking brand sock with diamonds up the side. It's got a couple of fucking snooker balls in yeah. it, straight over the top of his Swede. Yeah. And he's out. Yeah. Uh, and the final bout, um, Alex Higgins, uh, self-sabotaging two-time world snooker champion versus himself. I think Higgins, he's had 14 points. Yeah, he's, he's a long way down the line. Yeah. And, and a couple of liveners as well. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the people from the embassy have just gone like, mate, you need to go back to your room. Yeah. And he's like, fuck off. And like, he went top shelf about half past three in the afternoon, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, he, uh, he he cuts a little deal with them that he'll go back to his room if they give him a fucking a bottle of teachers, right? He's got a bottle of teachers in his hand. He goes back to his room. As he walks into his room, He's fucking struggling to get the little fucking door card in his thing to give yeah. him some electricity. And as it comes on, it just lights up the fucking mirror on the side by the door. He just goes, you fucking look at it, you can't. <laughs> and like, just goes straight in for an headbutt, drops himself. He's out. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. All right, it's Cunt here again. Just reminding you to go and check out our new single, Scrap the Monarchy out on the 5th of May. All the details are up at katg.co.uk. Thanks very much, and see you in May. What do they do? What do they do? What do they actually do? What do they do? What do they do? What do they actually do?